The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Respiro ACB community event. I am Liz, and I'm happy to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about... Google Drive with JAWS, and also we're going to delve into Google Docs a little bit too because they are very much connected and kind of go hand in hand. But before we do that, just a couple of items to tell you about. If you haven't already checked out the public beta, public beta 2 of JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion 2023 is available for you to try. You can go to freedomscientific.com and look for the public beta link. We'll take you to that page where you can learn all about the new features. And if you haven't checked out a public beta before, just a couple of things, you can download it and it will download separately from the current version of JAWS that you're using. So you won't have to worry about not being able to use, you know, for example, JAWS 2022, if that's what you're using. And you'll be able to try out new features. This gives you an opportunity to check those out before the final release of 2023 software, which is coming in October. So you get a chance to learn about those features and try them and also to provide feedback. What do you think of those features? Have you experienced any issues? And if so, what are they? We have a public beta form that you can fill out. And that feedback is extremely valuable because it helps us in the development process and it helps us work out all kinds of things before the software is released. So we really value that and encourage you to check it out. We'll also be posting more about that on our blog later today at blog.freedomscientific.com. Speaking of the blog, we will also this week be posting our schedule for October. This is something that we've started doing several months ago and we've gotten a great response because it allows you know people to know what events are coming up the next month and to plan for which ones they want to attend. So we'll be posting this schedule on the blog and we've also added it to our training page. So if you go to freedomscientific.com forward slash training, there is now a heading for our training schedule. And at the end of each month, we will update that schedule for the following month. So here very soon, we will post the schedule for October. So just wanted to mention a couple things there. We have a lot of great events coming up in October, so check those out. Liz, I just wanted to let you know, in case you hadn't seen, Ron is on the panel, so. Oh, great. Hey there, Ron. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm here. We just got power back, so I'm going to let you run this, <laughs> and I will, I will be another happy participant, but uh, I was out with my little boy. We've been raking up limbs and leaves and stuff out of the backyard. We, it was funny because we thought we were all through the hurricane. It had passed us. We had winds that were only gusting to, I don't know, 30, 35 miles an hour, <laughs> and at 4.35 this morning, power went out, bang, and uh, it didn't come back till about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Glad you got it back so soon. And feel free to chime in anytime here with on any of these things that we're talking about today. Well, so. with, what, with what few chimes I've got, I'll do. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, Ron was supposed to originally, he was scheduled to uh, host this event, but due to 
you know, weather and circumstances beyond his control, uh, he lost power. But we're glad you have it back now, Ron. We're glad that you're safe. So, all right. So today we're talking about Google Drive and we're going to delve into Google Docs. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen and I want to share my jaw so you can hear it. And we're just going to jump right in here. Meeting controls. Mute currently. All right. Can you guys hear that? It didn't inform me that it's sharing. Yep, so it's fine. Okay. Great. My drive, Google Drive. Okay. My drive, virtual PC cursor. My so let's just start out by talking a little bit about Google Drive and what it is and how it ties into the Google Workspace applications. So Google Drive is what we call a cloud-based service, which means that everything that you uh, save there or everything that you upload there or that you create there is going to be online. You're going to be able to access it from anywhere. For example, if I save something to Google Drive here on my computer, my work computer, and I go to a different computer and I need to look at that file, I can just log in and there it is. The same is true for different devices. So if I have, for example, I'm using Windows now, which is what we're talking about today because we're talking about JAWS as well. But if I log into, for example, Google Drive on my phone, on my mobile device, I will see those same files and can access them there. So whatever you have on Drive, you're going to see across all your devices and you're going to be able to access them anytime as long as you have an internet connection from anywhere. And they're also are options for accessing documents offline, which uh, we won't delve into that today, but I will show you, you know, some things about that and where those options are. So your Google Drive account is going to be connected to your Google account. So if you have an email address that you usually log in and usually use, if you use any of the workspace applications, that's what you're going to use to log into Drive. Now, if you have different email addresses, you may have different things uh, you know, in, under different accounts. Because, for example, I have the address that I'm logged into now for this demonstration, which is FS Trainers, which is just a Google account that I created just for demonstrations and things. So I have a Drive account here, and I'm going to be able to access the files that I have, you know, in in this account. Now, if I log in my personal account, I'm going to see different files. By default, you get 15 gigs free, and Google does allow you to purchase additional uh, space, additional you know, space for you to be able to save your files and things. Uh, but I'm using a free account. So when you first go to Drive, when you first, you can open your browser. I'm using Chrome, but you can do this in Edge or any other browser. Go to your browser and type in drive.google. Dot com. If you are not logged in already to your Google account, you'll be prompted to do that. But if you are logged in, when you go there the next time, you know, it'll, you'll already be logged in. All right, so I'm just going to start by showing you how to navigate Drive a little bit and talk about some things that you're going to need to know that are going to help you when you're trying to figure out where things are in Drive. So currently, I'm here on this page and we're going to navigate it for now like we do a web page because I want to show you some things at the top here and then I'm going to show you how to use the keyboard commands that Google 
has designated here specifically for drive. And we often we often call these native keyboard commands because they're specific to this particular application. So I'm here at the top of the page and I'm just gonna down arrow kind of through some of these options and just kind of show you some things. And then we're gonna delve into where are your files? How do you upload things? How do you download? And how do you create new files? What can you do here in Drive? Skip the main content keyboard shortcuts button. Now I'm pressing the down arrow key. Accessibility feedback button. So you have some options here at the top. Visited link drive. Search and drive. So you can search for files if you had a specific file you wanted to search for. Edit as pop-up menu. You could go there and you could search for it. Search options button menu collapse menu. Search Google Drive button list box. Ready for offline button menu collapse support button menu settings. So as you can see here, there are a lot of different options and it can be, you know, kind of confusing and cluttered when you're trying to navigate through all these things. Now, here we have settings button menu collapse menu. We have a settings button and it told us that this is a menu and it's collapsed. So if we press the space bar here, space banner region settings button menu menu settings then we're going to get a menu of options and we can down arrow through those options it's going to expand that get drive for desktop now i do want to make this distinction here too there is an application for desktop that you can use you can download it and log into drive and sync things and share things and but we're not going to talk about that today we're just talking about the online version of drive here keyboard shortcuts so we're going to talk more about those keyboard shortcuts here in a bit settings so we have some options you can use your arrow keys to navigate through i'm going to press the escape key escape leaving menus settings but escape virtual pc cursor and you heard the little pop that signifies that the virtual pc or actually that uh, forms mode had turned on and now it turned off and so we're back using the virtual pc cursor google apps button collapse and here again here's another one for google apps you can expand that with the space bar settings button menu collapse menu um, and if you do that, you get a list of Google applications, things like Docs, Sheets, Slides. Sheets is, is a lot like Excel. Slides is a lot like PowerPoint. Of course, Docs is their uh, word processing application. Google account, FS trainers, trainers to gmail.com button. There's where I could go if I wanted to manage my account, if I wanted to sign out, if I wanted to add another account so I could easily switch between accounts. That's what I would press space on there. New button menu, collapse menu. So here we have a new menu. And so if we continue down this page, we're going to find, we're eventually going to get to our files and we're going to have a lot of things to navigate through. Now, I wanted to show you that because most of the time, you know, when we go to web pages, we navigate with our virtual PC cursor turned on because it's turned on by default. However, when we are using applications like the Google Workspace applications and also Google Drive, sometimes it's a lot easier and sometimes it's necessary, which we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But sometimes it's just a lot easier to turn off the virtual PC cursor so that we are able to use the, the PC cursor to navigate this like we would a desktop application. Now, it's not going to behave exactly like a desktop app, but it will be very similar. And, you know, I mentioned that Google has some keyboard commands built in and that we can use those keyboard commands to navigate to things very quickly. And I'm going to show you an example of that. So I'm going to turn off the virtual PC cursor. 
with insert Z, Zulu, insert Z. Use virtual PC cursor off. So now that that is turned off, I can, you know, tab and shift tab to navigate through this like I would certain applications. So if I press tab, Google Apps button collapsed. We have the Google Apps uh, button there, that menu that we just saw. And if we space, space Google Apps list with 16 items, account draggable link. And here we have those applications that we can access. We can down arrow. Uh, we can tab. Search draggable link. Uh, we can get through that information. So escape Google Apps button collapse. I'm going to collapse that. You can press escape, and you can you know tab and shift tab through here just like you would any other application. Now, from anywhere on this page, if I want to go straight to my files, which usually you know if I'm coming to Drive, and I'm familiar with how things are laid out here, I know I want to go directly to my files. I can do that by pressing the letter G as in golf and then N for navigation. So I'm going to press G followed by N. G, N, navigation region, folders and views, preview, computers closed, two of seven. All right, so we heard several important things here. We heard that we have folders and files. We also heard that this is a tree view. You may be familiar with this through uh, certain things like your file explorer in Windows and you know navigating folders and files so a tree view is really what it sounds like think of it as a tree you have your main trunk of your tree which here is is the main area where our files are in this case we have our my drive computers closed actually we're on computers if i up arrow my drive closed that is the top thing that we have here it's my drive and it says it's closed. And if I were to write arrow, it's going to open up more options. It's going to show us what is available under my drive. And those things, you can look at those as if they were branches on a tree. So if I press right arrow, my drive open one of seven. Now it says my drive is open and there's seven items under here. So I can down arrow level one APH presentations, Google drive folder closed one of eight. And it told us the name of that folder, which was APH presentations. The Google Drive folder and it's closed. And so again, if I wanted to open it, I could press right arrow and then all the files that are listed under that folder uh, could be navigated using our up and down arrow keys. And again, those can be considered like branches off of this branch. So that's why these are called tree views. All right, so if I left arrow, level zero, my drive open, one of seven. And it said level zero. So this is the main level. This is where we're going to find all of our. Uh, different places here where we have files stored. So I have my drive, and if I down arrow. Level one, APH presentations, Google Drive folder closed. One levels, Wait. my drive closed. All right, now that's closed. Computers closed. Sometimes you have to hit left arrow a couple of times um, because I, I hadn't gone back far enough. So I have to hit left arrow. We have computers. Shared with me. Now that didn't say closed, but if I enter on this, uh, it's going to show me all the files because this is a folder. It doesn't have subfolders. It's going to show me all the files that people have shared with me. Recent. They're recent. Those are the files that I've recently accessed. Starred. Starred. So if you want to call a special attention to something, you can star it. It'll. You can then you know locate it very easily. Trash. Storage. That's trash and storage. 
And so let's go back up to our recents here. Trash, start, recent. And if I enter, enter recent 407 main region grid. So now I am back. I'm in the recent items. And so now we have a list of things that I've recently accessed. So I'm going to down arrow. NASA COVID info comic demonstration dot Google Docs modified by me 1243 p.m. owned by me size 1KB storage used 1KB my drive row. So it told me the name of the file when I modified it, which it's it was a file I created just today for this purpose. And it told me how much space that file takes up. Grid, taming the sharp, untitled document, Google Docs modified by me, August 29. So we have an untitled document here. And when you create a document in a Google Workspace application, a couple of things that you need to know. First off, everything that you do is automatically going to be saved. So if you go in a document and you type some text, you don't have to save it. It's going to be automatically saved. When you create a new document, by default, it's going to be untitled, but you can go in and give it a name. You can rename it. Untitled document, Google Docs mod So I have several of those. I probably need to rename them or probably possibly get rid of them. So we have documents here. And if I wanted to go into one of these, Untitled, taming the grid, demonstration, Google Docs modified by me. If I wanted to go into this demonstration document, I could press enter and it would open it and it's going to open it in whatever application, whichever application was created. In this case, that's going to be Google Docs. All right. And if I wanted to go back, let's see. GN navigation region, folders and views, preview, recent, four of seven. And I pressed G followed by the letter N. So golf followed by November. And it put me right back where I was in the list of folders and files. And it put me right back on that recent folder. You can think of the G as go. Yeah, that go is true. Go to, and then the second letter can be, you know, whatever that other thing is. Navigation or, yep. yeah. Yeah. And I think you can also do F, can't you? G followed by F. Uh-huh. Isn't I that believe that's to, another. Files? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great way to think of it. And one of the great things about Google that they've really done well in their development is with these keyboard commands, they they use a lot of these same concepts across the board. So for example, in Gmail and standard view, you can do G followed by I for go to inbox. So they've just done a great job of making those really easy. And I'm gonna show you how to find those keyboard commands here in just a few minutes. All right, so how do you upload files to Google Drive. Well, you can, there's there's a keyboard command, which is what I'm going to show you here in a second, but you can also find the new menu if you press shift tab here. New button menu. And it's right there. And you can press space on it and you can go to all those different options. And if we keep pressing shift tab, banner region, Google account, FS trainers, trainer. we're going to find the things that we encountered earlier when we were navigating with our virtual PC cursor except this time we're navigating with our PC cursor. So we have, and we can get to our account, we can get to settings, we can get to all of those things. But if I wanted to upload a file, I'm gonna press the letter C. C, new button menu. And that opens my new menu and I can down arrow. Menu, file upload. Think of C for create. Yes. Create new, you can create anyway. I like that. That makes it easy to remember, huh? That's how I remember them when I'm, doing these lessons and otherwise. Yes. 
Yeah, because otherwise they're hard to, to remember sometimes, you know. So here we can file upload. We can upload a file. And if we enter here, we're going to be taken to the dialog that you're used to seeing. For example, when you open a file, it's you're going to be taken to that dialog on your computer. And then you can you'll have access to your list of folders and files, and you can find the file that you want and press enter. And it will upload and you'll get a progress, some progress information. It'll tell you, you know, that it's 30% uploaded, you know, 50%, whatever. And when it's finished, then you can close that dialog. Folder upload. From here, I press down arrow. You can upload a whole folder. Google Docs submenu. Here we have access to Google Docs. And uh, for example, if I right arrow. Leaving menus, new button menu. Uh, we now could create a new document in Google Docs. And we have options here for creating a blank document, for uh, using a template, you know, just a lot of different options here. I'm going to close that with left arrow. Menu, Google Docs submenu. Google Sheets submenu. We have Google Sheets. Google Slides submenu. Slides. Google Forms submenu. Forms, and those are all widely used. Those are things that people, especially uh, schools, use them a lot. I think a lot of workplaces do as well. More submenu. And then under More, you're going to see some other Google applications. New folder. And we're back here to new folders. So that is how you would upload a file to your drive. Now I'm going to press Escape. Escape. Leaving menus. New button menu. Escape. Now I could I can press Tab here, but I'm I like to use this keyboard command. So I'm going to go to my files. I'm going to press G as in Go, followed by F as in Files. G F Navigation Region Folders and Views Preview Recent 407. All right, so let's go back to recent. I'm going to press enter. Enter. Start. Recent. Enter. Uh-oh, it's not doing it. Uh... Shared with me. Computers closed. My drive. Here, I'll show you. My drive. Oh. Let's go to uh, APH folder here. Level 1. APH presentation. APH presentations. Google Drive folder open. And it's open. And if I want to go down to a file here. Level 2. Teaching web navigation with surfs up shared Google Drive folder. All right. So from here, I could press Shift F10 or the Applications key and access a context menu that's going to give me options. So I'm going to do that now. Applications, context menu, menu loading menu, menu loading context menu as pop-up, open with sub-menu. So here we have some options. We're just going to go down these just first, you know, show you what they are, and then we'll talk about some of these. So we have open with submenu. New folder, 2 of 12. Uh, again, we can create a new folder. Share teaching web navigation with surfs up. So I could share this. So if I wanted to share this file with Ron, I could press enter here. It's going to ask me for his email address. And if it's not a Google email address, it will Google will tell you, you know, it'll present a message that tells you this is not a, a Google address, but it will go ahead and share it. So if I wanted to share it, for example, using Ron's Vespero email address, I could do that. Do you want, do you want my uh, Gmail address? Sure. Okay, it's, it's rmiller1171, just like my extension, at gmail.com. All right, so if I press enter. Enter, leaving menus, navigation region, folders and views, preview. Teaching web navigation with surfs up shared Google Drive folder closed. Two of three. Loading dot 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 dialog. Recent Google Drive dialog. Content frame. FS trainers. Youth trainers. Two at gmail.com. Teaching web navigation with surfs up teachers. Teaching web navigate blank. Context menu. List of people this item is shared with. 
Leaving menus, grid, add people and groups, edit combo. All right, so from here, I should be able to type that in. Can you give it to me one more time, Ron? I'm sorry. I do believe. Uh, now we'll see if I made it through the hurricane with a good memory. R. Miller. <laughs> okay. R. M. I. L. L. E. R. 1171. 1171. Uh huh. At, at is it will look for that contact in your Gmail and, and sometimes it'll find it and you know it'll present a list if the person is a contact that you already have there. Or if not, you can just tab to share. Ramiller eleven seventy one at gmail.com Ramiller eleven seventy one at gmail.com collapsed. Editor Phew. change permission button menu. Yeah. And see here I could change permission. I could I could choose whether I want Ron to be able to edit this. Um, whether I want him to just be able to view it. So there's some options there. Notify people checkbox checked. And here it would notify Ron. It would send him an email and say, hey, you know, this person is sharing this with you. Message edit. And I could leave a message. Copy link button. Cancel button. Send button. And I could send it and it would share that file or folder with you. Don't ask me how often I check that Gmail account. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I have like five Gmail accounts. So. That's right. So that's, and sometimes when you share something with someone, especially I found if it's not using a Gmail address, they might get an email and it'll say, you know, this file has been shared with you, but when they go, when they follow the link to actually go to that file or that folder, it will say that you have to the, the person who shared it with them has to give them access. So you may get an, if you share something with someone, you may get an email that says you have to give them access and there's a link there to give them that access. All right. So I'm going to escape. Escape. Discard unsafe changes. Dialog. Cancel. Discard button. Space. For Miller 1171. All right. So. Dialog. See where we are here. Skip the main content. Bookmark this tab button. Uh-oh. Escape. G. N. Escape. Skip the main keyboard short. Okay. GN navigation region folders and views tree. All right. So again, those keyboard commands, I, I can't stress enough how valuable those are because if you if you go back to your page and for example, right there, I wasn't where I was before. And I was able to press G followed by N to go back to that place. Test Google Drive folder teaching web navigation with surfs up. All right. So again, let's go back to this context menu here, the shift F10 or applications key. Applications, context menu. New share teaching web nav, get link, four of 12. Add shortcut to drive, five of 12. You can add a shortcut to drive. Move to six of 12. You can move your files or folders. Add to start, seven of 12. You can star that item. So if it's something that's really important, you're gonna wanna come back to. Um, you're going to want to access it again really soon. You can add that to your starred items. And it makes it really easy because you just go to starred and they're all there. Rename 8 of 12. Here's where you can rename a file or a folder. Change color submenu. Search within teaching web navigation with download 11 of 12. And that's what I was looking for. So if I wanted to download this from Drive to my computer, I could do that here. Now, oftentimes with... For example, if it's a Google Docs, Google document, I'm going to be able to read it in Word. If it's a Word document and I upload it to Drive, I'm going to be able to access it in Docs. And most of the time, anything that I put there, for example, if there are links in the document, all the formatting, typically will it will retain all of that information. Remove 12 of 12. 
that's how I can get rid of it. Open with submenu. And I'm back here and open with submenu. Now, let's right arrow and expand this just for a second. Connect more apps, one of one. And that actually isn't giving me any other open. Uh, choices there. But for example, sometimes you will see other applications that you could use to open a particular file. Escape leaving menus, navigation region. All right. So now that we've talked a little bit about Drive and how you can navigate it, I need to see how I'm doing on time here. Um, let's talk a little bit about Docs. I want to I want to go back to that create new. Oh wait, before we do that though, before we do that, we're here in Drive. Title is recent Google Drive Google Chrome. So if you're in Drive and you think I want to know what keyboard commands I can I use. I was going to ask you that. How do I yeah. find all these great How commands? do you find them? Yes. <laughs> that and way you can it, memorize them all, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Every yeah. one of them. That's right. <laughs> no, actually, the most important command you need to know is how to find them because Google has another great thing they've done here is they've done a great job of laying these out where they're easy to navigate. So what's different here is in, in most of your Google workspace applications, you're going to press control slash, but here you're going to press shift slash, which is your question mark. Jaws and Gmail. All right. So I'm going to press question mark. Question. Keyboard shortcuts dialog. All right. So what happens here is we get a list of keyboard shortcuts, but we need to turn the virtual PC cursor on in order to read them. So I'm going to do that with insert Z Zulu. Use virtual PC cursor on. Remember, we turned it off when we started Drive. Yep, we need to turn it back Don't on. Now, forget. for those of you who are familiar with our feature that allows us to suspend quick navigation keys, you might be thinking, why can't I just leave it on? And that way I can use my virtual PC cursor and I can still use all those keyboard commands. You can do that, but in a situation like Drive or Docs or any of these workspace applications, because they are web-based applications, not just web pages, a lot of times it is easier to go ahead and turn off the virtual PC cursor instead when you're using the application so that you can use it like a desktop app. So when you turn or when you activate the list of keyboard commands, turn that virtual PC cursor on with insert Z. Visited link drop. And now recent google drive visited link drive heading level two keyboard shortcuts all right so now we have keyboard commands that are displayed on a web page here we have a heading for keyboard shortcuts we also have a heading for each category of commands and under each heading we have a table so i'm going to navigate these headings selection jaws and gmail one google wait a minute recent. i just press or, Touch the mouse accidentally. So keyboard shortcuts heading level two, selection heading level three. So our first category here is selection. So everything under this heading in this table is going to pertain to selecting things. So if I down arrow, select down item, J or downwards arrow, select up item, K or upwards arrow, select right item, and so forth. And you can just read those. So and this makes it easy to find because, for example, let's say I'm looking for a keyboard command for uh creating something for new so i'm going to press h go to heading level three there are some go to commands application heading level three application create heading level three ah uh, create there we go so now if i down arrow folder shift plus f ah document shift plus t 
Presentation. Shift plus P. So it gives you some keyboard commands here. If I press H again. Upload heading level 3. Upload file. Shift plus U. Upload folder. Shift plus I. Menus heading level 3. Now, this is another important thing I didn't mention and I will mention. Um, in Google Workspace applications, uh, which I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you this here in just a minute. It'll make more sense. You can access your menus with Alt and the letter of the menu. So, for example, Alt F, and and if Alt F doesn't work, try Alt Shift F, uh, Alt E for Edit, Alt T for Tools, and things like that. The reason for that is when you just press Alt, it's going to access the menu bar for your browser. All right, so these are the different keyboard commands, categories. Actions heading level three, wrapping to top. And so anytime you need a keyboard command, just press question mark. And here you are. And when you're finished, you press escape. Escape. Recent Google Drive. And because we turned the virtual PC cursor on, we now need to turn it off. Insert Z. Use virtual PC cursor off. All right, so now let's go into Google Docs. I'm going to press the letter C. C, menu, new folder, Google Docs submenu. All right, I want Docs. I'm going to press right arrow. Leaving menus, new button menu. All right, I want new. Menu from a template. And I want blank. And by the way, I went on the new button menu. I just pressed down arrow and it opened here. Blank document. I want blank document. Enter. Gives you those two choices to choose from. You can mm -hmm. build from a template or build just like from a blank doc. Yes, which is nice. All right. PC. This is where you really want to make sure you have your virtual PC cursor turned off because now you're navigating in a document using your PC cursor. You need that that insertion point, that cursor, and you need to be able to navigate it like you would in any other word processing application. So there are a couple of settings you really need to know here in any of your Google Workspace applications. And once you turn these on, they should stay on, and they should also be on across all of your applications. So I'm just going to type a sentence here because I want to I want to demonstrate why this is important. T H I S I S P T E S E S P D O C U M E S E S L O S P D E L O S E R A T I O N period enter new line. All right. So by default, if you've never used Google Docs before any of the Google Workspace applications. The two features that are going to be turned off that you need to turn on are screen reader and Braille support. So I'm going to turn those off really quickly, and then I'm going to show you how to turn them on. Alt-Control-Z, screen reader support disabled. Alt-Control-H, Braille support enabled. Oh. Alt-Control-H, Braille support disabled. Okay. This is a test. New line. This is a... Now that shouldn't be working. Let me see. Alt-Control-Z, document content edit, screen reader support disabled. There we go. PC All cursor. right, so we have our PC cursor here, and if I up arrow to that sentence I just typed, we just get the those boundary sounds that indicate top or bottom of a document. So in order to use this application, in any of these applications with a screen reader, you're going to turn on screen reader support and Braille support. Even if you're not using a Braille display, you need to turn on Braille support because there are features that will not work correctly if Braille support is not enabled. Um, Ron, you can probably speak to this more. You, you might know more features, but I know, for example, one feature that doesn't work if Braille support is not enabled is say all, insert down arrow. Yeah, and it's funny because it's changed over the years. Mm -hmm. So I, <laughs> I've always been left guessing, but 
Bottom yeah. line, whether there's a braille su- braille support braille display connected or not, you've got to have braille support on, or or it doesn't. It being uh, Google Docs doesn't give Jaws the ability to find everything that's on screen and read it for you like it should. Right. It's one and of the mysteries of accessible is. Google applications. I, I was also told that tables read better when Braille support is enabled too. Yeah, so. well, it makes a lot of stuff accessible that is, yeah. let us say, less accessible. <laughs> yeah, and I would say if you're ever working in Docs, for example, and you have something that's not working, and just mm-hmm. check that. Double make check sure Braille. Working. Yeah, yes. make sure Braille support's on. Because you never know. Mm-hmm. So you have to turn on screen. I think screen support, screen reader support is... That's a must. Something that you have to turn on in order to use Braille support and the collaborator announcements. Uh-huh. So I'm going to turn Work that together. on with... Yes. So I'm going to turn that on with Alt-Control-Z. Alt-Control-Z, screen reader support enabled. All right. Now, I haven't enabled Braille support, but let's see what happens. I'm going to up arrow. This is a test document for demonstration. All right. I'm real creative today. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, it read that. Now, I mentioned say all a minute ago, this insert down arrow. If I press that now, nothing this. happens, except it read the word this. So I'm going to enable Braille support with Alt-Control-H. Alt-Control-H, document content edit, Braille support enabled. Now let's try insert down arrow. This is a test document for demonstration. Ah, that's beautiful. So Alt-Control-Z, Zulu, toggles screen reader support on or off, and Alt-Control-H is in hotel, toggles Braille support on or off. Now, the other way you can find that information is by going to your tools menu and the accessibility settings there in your tools menu. So I'm going to press Alt-T. Alt-T, document read-only application control menu tools, six of nine. And C, as in Charlie. C, leaving menus, accessibility settings, accessibility settings. Now, there's also an accessibility menu that's in your menu bar that is different from these accessibility settings. So if I tab through this dialog. Accessibility settings. Accessibility settings. Turn on screen reader support. Turn on screen reader support required for Braille support and collaborator announcements. Learn more about screen reader support. Turn on Braille support. Okay, I don't know why it's reading the whole thing here, but. Turn on screen reader support. Checkbox checked. Okay, so now we know it's checked. And if we hadn't used those keyboard commands, we could space to check it. Learn more about screen reader support link. And that would just take you to a page where you can learn more about what that is. List with two items. Turn on Braille support checkbox checked. Works with third-party Braille hardware. And that is checked. Turn on collaborator announcements checkbox checked. So this will let you know when someone is collaborating with you, when they're entering the document, when they leave the document, if they're uh, editing in a paragraph near you. So if Ron and I were collaborating on the same document and we both had this turned on, it would give us some valuable information as we were both navigating that document. Turn on screen magnifier support checkbox not checked. If you use uh, screen magnification, that's something that you'll want to check. Learn more about screen magnifier support link. Learn more link. Now, the second learn more link will take you to a page that just tells you more about the accessibility of Google Workspace applications in general. Cancel button. OK button. Enter. All right. So... Application mode. Applic- somehow, I need to turn my virtual, virtual PC cursor off. My virtual PC cursor turned back on. Sometimes, by default, when you open Docs or any other Google Workspace application, the virtual PC cursor will automatically be turned off. But if that doesn't happen, you can turn it off. So, 
Again, you can navigate these documents like you would any other document. If you're reading a Word document, you're going to navigate it the same way using your arrow keys and all your navigation commands. You can press insert space followed by the letter G, golf. Space, G, quick keys. And that enables your quick navigation keys. So if you have a document that has headings or tables, things that you want to navigate through, you can then use those quick nav keys like H for headings and T for tables. And again, you can get keyboard commands here by pressing this time control slash. So it's shift slash for drive, it's control slash for all the other applications. And then again, you're just gonna wanna turn on that virtual PC cursor and you're gonna navigate those keyboard commands just like we did in Google Drive. And I I want to leave time for questions. I think I've probably been talking for quite a while. And uh, Ron, is there anything that you'd like to add here? Anything that I missed or anything that you're being super thorough? I want to just elaborate a little bit. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I always say I'm not going to say gonna and I'm not going to say. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame the, the, the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> back when we're done here, I'm going to go move my patio furniture out of my leaving room back to my patio. Ooh. Ooh. That's right. I'm going to do that. So uh, just to explain a little further, because we've talked about having to turn off the PC cursor, uh, the virtual PC cursor in order to, to do this. For anybody who keeps kind of thinking, huh, why am I doing that? It's because, as Liz said, all of this, these are apps, they're being run as if they're on your desktop. It's because Google is running the app for us. When you're using Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides, we're not running an editor on our PC at all. It's not like running Microsoft Word that runs on our computer. Our computer is, in this instance, our computer is kind of acting like a terminal. The only thing that JAWS is seeing is our web browser, say Google Chrome in this instance, or whatever you're using. And so you're running this stuff, and if you were to leave the, the virtual PC cursor on, it would just act like any other web page. So you could move up and down, you could move by link, you, you might move by headings if, it's, if there's headings and stuff. But to use all the really cool keystrokes, the G for go to different thing keystrokes, C for create, all those, they're not going to work with uh, the JAWS virtual PC cursor turned on. Pressing G is going to move you from graphic to graphic. C is going to move you from combo box to combo box. You've got to turn that off. And all of a sudden, JAWS becomes a little bit dumber because it's not looking around trying to virtualize this web page. But instead, it gets out of the way and lets all these really cool shortcut keys that the Google uh, development folks have put in place, it actually lets them work. It, it, it's like you take off the cover to another control panel and all these controls work all of a sudden. And so that's why you actually want to do this. I mean, if you want to play with it the other way, you can. But you sure miss out on all of these neat controls that are built into these applications, which are actually running back in Google Central in Google City, wherever that is. Yeah. And and again, the good thing about that is, is when you go to, you know, a different application, whether it's Docs or Sheets or whatever, you know, you it go to even Gmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, and you can get that list of keyboard commands, all those commands that Ron was just talking about using, you know, G followed by N or whatever command it may be. You can get a list of those keyboard commands and. You know, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I usually remember the ones I use the most. That's right. And so, you know, it's okay if you don't remember all of those commands because they're way too many uh, to remember. But, you know, if you know how to get to them, 
with that question mark, that shift slash in drive, and then in the other applications, control slash, and that's the forward slash, by the way, then you will be able to look up those commands when you need them. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can look them up and, and that, you know, pops up as kind of an overlay there and you just Mm -hmm. press escape and it goes away and you're back to what you were doing. That's right. All right, Desi, do we have any questions? Do we have any hands? We don't have any hands right now. No, we'll give everyone an opportunity to raise those hands if you have any questions. If not, we can keep keep talking. But I definitely want to have time to answer questions. This is normally the time where the Vespero announcer says, now we're going to entertain some questions from our audience. (laughs) This is your chance. And then the chance is gone, and we're going to be here for another 90 minutes presenting stuff. Uh oh, threats didn't work either. <laughs> okay. PC cursor. All right. Accessibility settings turn on. Escape frame. This is blank. All right. Well, if you guys do have questions, be sure to raise your hands. Um, so, in, and I also do want to mention here we did a webinar a few months ago on. Uh, it was in our prep and proof series. We have a whole prep and proof series where we've taken aspects of Word. We've, you know, we've done a, a webinar on, for example, spell check in Word and or the the Microsoft editor in Word, comments and revisions in Word. We also did a couple of them in Docs. We did one on spell check in Docs and comments and revisions in Docs or suggested mode as it's called or suggesting mode, I think is what it's called in Docs. So if you are interested in those webinars and learning more about that, you can go to our webinars on demand page. Uh, Just go to our training page, freedomscientific.com forward slash training and look for those, the webinars on demand heading. And from there, you can go to that page and find that webinar. And if you have any questions, let us know if you have any trouble locating those or you just want some more information, send us an email to training at vespero.com. This is a test document for demonstration. Blank. So I'm going to misspell a word here. I just want to kind of delve into a little more about docs because, um, you know, this, and again, anything you type here is automatically saved. Um, Blank, period. Demonstration. Let me just misspell this. Okay, so if I were to go to this word and press shift F10 or the applications key for a context menu. Applications, context menu, demonstration, spelling suggestion, two of seven. And right there, it automatically knew what I wanted to do. I could down arrow. Feedback on suggestion, black right pointing pointer sub menu, ignore all, four of seven. I could ignore it. Always correct the demonstration, five of, add to personal dictionary. I could add it to my personal dictionary. Spelling and grammar check control plus alt plus X. Ooh, that gives us a nice keyboard command here. Demonstration, spelling suggestion, enter, leaving menus. And if I enter. Demonstration. There we go. It gives us the word demonstration. It corrected that for us. Now, let's go back to this context menu because there's something else here. I want to see if it'll show us. Applications, context menu, paste control plus the paste with a comment control plus alt plus suggest edits, 7 of 12. Insert emoji reaction, insert link control plus K, define demonstration control plus shift plus Y. All right. I think this is one of the neatest features in Google Docs uh, where it'll define the word for you. So if I press enter. Enter. Leaving menus, dictionary results for demonstration. Back button. 
dictionary results for that. Oh, I think I have to turn the virtual PC cursor, maybe. Here. Use virtual PC. Yeah, okay. This is another one of those situations where I used my up and down arrow keys and I didn't get any feedback there. So I'm turning on the virtual PC cursor. Edit. Back button. Heading level one dictionary. Close dictionary button. Search dictionary. Edit demonstration. Dem.on.stra.com. There's where it breaks down the word. Slash. Dem question mark. Stra noun. Noun. Demonstration. Plural noun. Demonstrations. List of three items. One. The action or process of showing the existence or truth of something by giving proof or evidence. It is not capable of mathematical demonstration. And you could just keep pressing down arrow and get the other definitions that it has right. there. I love that feature. It's and when very I'm, cool. Is, isn't it, though? Because before the internet or, you know, before we had all access to all of these different features, getting definitions for words, especially when you're in the middle of writing something, wasn't always easy. No, because so, you, you had to go pick up one of the volumes of your seven-volume vest pocket Braille dictionary. If you had one, if you had a place to put one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in your vest pocket. <laughs> no, it was not a pocket dictionary for sure. So when I'm finished, use virtual PC cursor off. Turn that virtual PC cursor off again. Escape frame document content edit. And I press escape, and I'm back in my document. So. I just think that's a really neat feature. If you really want to know the definition of something and you really want to define that, you can. And those context menus do give you a lot of options. So anytime you're looking for either an option that you're not finding in a menu or a quick way to do something, check out those context menus. So when I open up a new Word document or I open up an existing Word document, I'm new to, I'm new to uh, Google Docs. What is basic navigation like within a document? Just just to read up and down by line, by word, by sentence. Uh, it's, that's the same as any other editor, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the other cool command everybody, every, everybody should remember is insert plus space bar. Insert space. That's an old friend now. It's a layered command. Mm -hmm. And then the letter Q. Because that turns on quick navigation commands. Space. Press insert plus space and G for quick keys. Oh, I think they changed it. Oh, no. How could yeah. they? But yeah, again. This is up my notes, man. I know. Yes, we could always go to the command list. I know. No, no, no. No, actually, what I was going to say is, again, that just goes to show how often things are updated that sometimes. Well, that know, is, that's all true. Commands will get <laughs> changed, you know. Considering I just put yeah. this stuff together. No, that's okay. Because, yeah, Q <laughs> was the command. It was. It was. Past but tense. now if you press insert space. Space. Quick keys. It does actually go to quick keys. <laughs> but if you do press Q, it does. But if you press Q, it will tell you that command, which I like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, if, if you encounter that, you may encounter some commands that have have been changed. And, you know, they're always updating these Especially things. Especially if you so. read my notes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have the, the quick keys. So, if you're in a structured document, you can move around. Yes. The next and prior heading. Tables. Um, yep. Yep. Lists, tables, yep. all of those things. Um, that, and of course, your, your old friends move the start of a document, move to the end of a document. Yes. Control, home, control, and so. By the way, Liz, I just wanted to let you know there uh -huh. are nine minutes to the top of the hour. So. Whoa. Okay. Time all right. No hands, no questions. I know. No. We're all sleeping. No questions, <laughs> no comments. Uh, what about public beta? Is anyone trying public beta? I assume the so, public beta. There, there shouldn't be. Any, I don't remember any major changes in 2023 with regard to Google, so it should all no. work very well. Yeah, it should. 
it should. I, I'm not currently using that for this demonstration, but I have been using it. And for those of you who haven't tried it, there's some really neat features mm -hmm. that you're really going to like here in 2023. All right. So I'm going to press escape to get out of the quick nav keys. Um, but yeah, those are really handy. And again, if you open a document, for example, if I import a Word document, like a blog post that we've done or something here in Google Docs, it should, I say should because there's always going to be those times when this doesn't happen, but it should import all the formatting and links and things. And from there, you know, I can use those quick nav keys and navigate through headings and things like that. That's right. So can, yeah. we, can we circle back around to the menu bar? Yeah. We, we've touched on it. Yes. Um, yes. But now we're in a document, and now I want to start maybe using some of the things in that menu. And I'm used to pressing Alt to get that drop-down menu. Right. File, edit, tools, all those things. If I do that here, I'm going to hear the drop-down menu that comes down for Google Chrome. Yes. Which is very different. So, Which is that right there. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that very one. You got it. So if I want to do any of these, uh, I need to to kind of modify the way I think. Um, now, you know, we've talked about a way to get to the commands. If if I just totally lose my mind and I can't remember how to do that, it's Control Slash, right? Mm -hmm. All right. But let's say I want to go to the File menu and I can't press Alt and then F. I can come very close by pressing Alt Shift F. Alt plus Shift plus F will get me that file metal, meant metal. <laughs> I shouldn't talk. So, that, and that's the same with all of these. File, yeah. edit, view, insert, Alt, Shift, F for file, Alt, Shift, E, Alt, Shift, V um, for the insert menu, Alt, Shift, I, okay, for the, for uh, open. Uh, it's, uh, my brain just stopped. Alt, Shift, O, that's scary. And that's right. actually for the format menu. So, T for tools. T for tools. And mm -hmm. Alt-Shift-O is kind of the one that breaks the rule because file has already taken the letter F, so it's Alt-Shift-O for full or mat. So just remember, if you want to get to these drop-down tools, it's Alt-Shift and the first letter of the, of the menu name except for format, which is O. Right. And if you're not sure what's available, now sometimes... Sometimes Alt and the letter will work, but mm -hmm. if you really want a, a for sure way, you know, you want to want to make sure it works every time, you can add that shift, like Ron was saying. So let's say I want to know. I, I know there's a file menu here, but maybe I don't know what other menus are available. Alt Shift F menu file one of nine. All right, so now I can right arrow. Edit two yes. of nine. View three of nine. Just like that pull down menu nine. we're used to. Yes, and so. Um, you know, it gives us all those menus. Format five of nine. And so forth. Now, another thing I want to show you. Escape leaving menus frame document. I could have just done this from where we were, but <laughs> I wanted to show you the first option that's in the file menu. So, you know, we've created an untitled document here. I'm going to press insert T. Title is untitled document Google Docs Google Chrome FS. Now, let's say we don't want to keep it an untitled document. We want to name it something. Alt Shift F menu file new and black right point and pointers. So we, we had to use up and down arrow keys to navigate mm -hmm. the video. Make a copy. Share as black right. Email e black. Download deep. Rename R. Ah, rename is R. Now, you heard it say R. So what that tells us is after we did this Alt-Shift-F, we could have just pressed R. So I'm going to press Enter on this. Enter. 
Leaving menus. This is a test document for demonstration. Rename edit. This is a test document for demonstration. Now, just like other word processors, it's going, it's taking that sentence and using it as the file name. I'm going to get rid of that with select all. Select blank. And delete. And I'll just type in. D-E-M-O-D-O-C-U-M-E-N-T-2. Rename edit demo document 2. Again, I'm not real creative today, but I can press enter. Enter frame document content edit. And I'm back in my document. And now if I press insert T. Title is demo document to Google Docs, Google Chrome FS. And there we go. So just a little tip there. You know, it does. It, it will by default name it untitled, but you can easily go in and give that a name. And that's one of the first things I like to do just because if I don't, I might forget because Google does, you know, it does save your documents as you go. So I don't want to forget because if I have several untitled documents floating around, then when I go to drive to look for them, I'm not going to know which is which. Absolutely right. We've got just a few minutes. I want to touch on one more thing. Okay. Again, this will seem really familiar, really familiar if you're if you're using, for example, Microsoft Word. Um, for basic formatting, I want to put bold text. I want to italicize. I want to underline. All I have to do is press Control-B for bold. Hey, Control-I for italicize, Control-U for underline, etc. If I want to copy text, Control-C, paste text, Control-V. Sounds familiar, right? Yep. So there is a, a, a similarity in those basic formatting commands. Remember, Control-Slash to get a whole list of all the commands available to you. And also, you can use your heading. So, if you want to apply headings yes. to something, heading level one is Alt Control One, uh, two is Alt Control Two. You do have to select the text before you do that, it. and then apply it. Yeah, yeah. And then Control Zero if you want to force that uh, normal text style yes. back. Okay, and that's that's one that's uh, zero through six on the number row, not in the numpad. Correct. Okay? Uh, um, another cool thing uh, uh, is Control Eight will set up a. Sorry, let me do Control Seven. Control Seven on your numpad will toggle a numbered list on and off. So you want to start doing numbers, right? Control Eight will get you a bulleted list, and Control Nine, which I thought was cool, will give you a checklist. Ah, good to know. Yeah. Yeah, that's handy right there. All right, I believe we are almost at the top of the Just hour. About final shot at questions, maybe. Better we can tell them how to get hold of Got us. Got about another minute. <laughs> All right, we'll give you some contact info here. Yeah. You can always send us questions or feedback to training at vispero.com. If you guys have topics that you want to see us cover right here, let us know, or, or as a webinar or anywhere else. Mm -hmm. But any topic suggestions that you have, Send an email to training at vispero.com and we will cover those. That's right. Or at least give it our best shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get in touch with me, if you've got questions, if you've got, uh, we do this all the time, um, you can send me an email. It's rmiller, R M I L L E R, at vispero, V, like Victor, I S P E R O, vispero.com. rmiller at vispero.com. All right. Thank if they you. don't want to Thank talk to me, Liz, me. how do they reach you? Or you want them to do training? Yeah, well, training, I, <laughs> I definitely check that inbox all the time. And also eWhitaker at Vespero.com. And Whitaker is W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R, eWhitaker at Vespero.com. All right.
right. Thanks, everyone, for being Thank here. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Liz, you. Ron. Thanks, John. John. And- 